Kingsway, what's up, people? What's up, people? I'm back at you. Give me that uh, authentic experience-based reality information so you, in return, can benefit from something I have to offer because offering to you people is my salvation out here. I pride myself on doing it 100%. No faking, no falling. It's just me right here. Anyways, uh, I want to talk about how, you know, the last few days, I've been feeling it. And when I say feeling it, you know, a little dazed, a little dazed in my uh, drive, my direction. I mean, I know what I want to do in life. I know what I'm here to do in life. But sometimes uh, we get weakened. You know, sometimes uh, life gets at, us, gets at all of us in its magnificent way based on our strengths, character, and everything. It, it will find you. You can't hide from it. You will be tested. I don't care who you think you are or how smart you are. Your test will be customized just to meet the requirements of what you claim to be and what you are on the inside. And they come. So even the greatest of us. The greatest of us who pride ourselves on having a get better mindset, a mindset to push it, max effort every day and do good every day and pass it on and, and just try to get better with ourselves, salvage our past, salvage our regrets, salvage the criticism, salvage the people that try to attack us for our flaws and hold us down by thinking they know us the best. So I was just feeling that I was weak, you know, and it was going through it, you know, and I want to get weak because I tend to my dreams tend to get a little bit more heavier. And in my dreams, there's different scenarios of me being the last person in the scenario or the person that's feeling the most turmoil in these particular dreams. And when I have these dreams, it's when I know my stress levels are a little bit higher than usual. Can't exactly pinpoint exactly why this 72 hours of stress hit me. I'm still trying to figure that out, but I kind of was like floating in my days. But I'm back because I must say my resilience, my ability to recover, whether it's physically or mentally, overcome and dominate my own self in my own situations is very strong. And I'm going to give you that. I'm not going to stay in that rut too long, especially when I'm trying to preach and boast about how to get out these ruts and how to be better from these ruts. I don't just get out of them because I speak it. I get out of them because I just do. It's in me to get out of them. So anyways, I had another honor to deliver a message, to deliver a message to our youth. Every year I do a career fair at a particular junior high school around here. Uh, one of my clients ended up being a counselor at a specific school, and I just got involved with her and started about three or four years ago, and I've been consistently going and giving the message. Uh, I give a presentation based on being a personal trainer and a life coach. My presentation evolves into just a message to the kids about being aware of who they are, who they want to be, and making the right choices in life from this moment on. Don't hesitate. Don't play around. Don't be me. So this career fair, this career fair came hand in hand with my mood. And I don't prepare for this. I don't have a PowerPoint. I don't, I don't, I don't study it. I don't outline it. I don't have points that I'm going to cover. Usually it just comes to me. I get in front of the kids. It starts with a question. It starts with a, a, a phrase and boom. The door opens. My magic ignites and I unload them with me because I'm just, I am, I'm, I'm being me and I'm telling them me. But what makes me so authentic is that this happens to be the same junior high school that I went to when I was a kid and the same junior high school that I played around with every day. I skipped more classes than I attended. This was the root and the beginning of my juvenile issues and adolescent shortcomings that set my path in motion that led to tragic events that got me incarcerated, locked up, counselors, probations, and all different kinds of things that the system has to offer for people who have thinking and behavioral issues. 
in this particular school was signature to me. So it's a blessing that I am able to go back to the same school and speak to these kids all the time. And it goes both ways because when I do speak to these kids, I'm kind of stressed out. I'm stressed out because it's making me uh, nostalgically think about the time that I did waste when I was there. And if I could go back, this is what I would do. So instead of feeling pity for myself and feeling sad for my situation and regretting my choices, we can't change we can't change any of it. We can only be the best we are today and salvage our past and live with the experiences that we got from these particular times in our life. That's what we do. That's the message, right? You got to live that every single day. So today I just, I just looked at the kids and I saw me. I took a different approach, man. I just saw me. Now, granted, every time I talk to these kids, the presentation is only like 15 to 18 minutes. But rotations of four rotations of four different groups of kids that rotate really quick. So you're in and out of there really quick. So you've got to blast them with your bang, blast them with your message, inculcate your story and your individuality and your message inside their heads in a fast little time. And, you know, you know, kids, their attention span is short. So if you don't got it, you don't got it. If you don't grab the attention, you're done. You're going to sit there just like a, a silhouette on the chalkboard. They're just looking at you with this blank stare. And you got to be able to determine what kind of stare they're looking at. Are they staring at you because they're trying to understand that the question that you're proposing to them? Or are they staring because they're just bored as hell and what you're saying is not catching their attention? And I am very in tune and crafted my skills to be sharp to make those kind of determinations on the body languages of these kids and their listening skills. And if I'm stimulating their mind and if I'm keeping their attention to the realities that I'm speaking are going to be them and can apply to them. I'm not just your average, hey, do good in school, get good grades, you could be whatever you want. No, I'm coming from a point of view that I was you. We all were young at one time, but let me tell you something. I was you in this class. So let's take it back in time. Let me place you in my shoes and let me let you walk my walk. And this is the result you could get. And my whole message was, don't walk the walk that I walked. So what I'm doing, actually... I'm talking to the seventh grade Kane. I'm talking to the seventh grader named Kane in that class, but I have all the information, experience from all the trials and tribulations that I put myself in, the choices that I made, and the feelings that I have to toggle and deal with at the current time. I have all those emotions of confusion and havoc and upsetness and letdownness and, and, and shame and pity. I toil with those feelings every day of my life, and somehow they're all connected still. Everything's still connected to the choices that I made from seventh grade on, right? So now I have this opportunity. I'm, I'm giving it to these kids. I'm telling them, listen, yeah, I'm a personal trainer. That's what I do every day. You want to be a personal trainer, you have to go this route, that route. But I'm bigger than a personal trainer. And why it's harder for me to be the personal trainer I am because I'm gifted with something special. I'm gifted with a rough experience that I've managed to dominate and come back around in mind. So you can make any choices in life because there's multiple paths to take in life. But let me tell you something. You don't want to... You got to be built a certain way to become great and successful taking the path that I took. You got to be able to own and eat everything you did with proudness and stand firm because you're going to be questioned every single day and you'll be tested to prove who you are every single day. It's bad enough as kids, you're trying to prove who you are. You don't know who you are and you're going to different groups and you're hanging with different friends. You're confused. But once you put that mask on too much and you lose yourself and you lose your identity and you start rolling with a group or identity of people that aren't you and you're too scared to take your mask off and reveal you, you're going to be subject to situations that you're going to have to ride out because you weren't strong enough to be you. 
So what I stress to these kids was, be you now. Figure out who you are now. It doesn't have to be a whole schooling process through here to college for you to identify with who you are. Your innateness, your, your, your foundation, your roots, your identifying traits in life all come from that household. It comes from your mother and your father. It comes from your perspective and your point of view and belief systems. But all that is challenged when you step outside that front door in the house. People are going to challenge everything about you and make you confused about who you are because you don't want to believe when you get that feeling inside you that says, nah, I don't want to be here. Nah, I don't want to do that. Go with that feeling. Because that is your anatomy. That is you. That is your soul. That is your identification. That is your DNA. That is scripting the path that you should take. But we don't have to take that path. You could be me. You could make that frail ass choice that sets your life in motion. And the life that you set in motion from the choices that you make at a young age, it's going to be a hectic life. And if you aren't as strong as I claim and I speak to you as I am, you're never going to make it. Because I speak to these kids with the pain that I still have in me now from the choices that I made when I was in seventh grade till now, I still toggle and deal with all that inside my head as I multitask the responsibilities of a husband, a father, and a business owner, and still keep my sanity in a crazy society that wants to go against who I am every day because of my faults, of my flaws that I chose to give them of me. So if you're not built to handle that whole plate, I'm telling you now, don't do it. Let your grades reflect who you are now. Don't slack. Don't be smart, but not exercise your smartness. Don't hold your smartness like some reserve gas when your gas tank is full. Don't hold your smartness as a backup plan. Don't hold being 100% dedicated to being everything you can be now because you think tomorrow is promised. This is what I told those kids today. And I didn't tell them in a heavy, coded, adult context talk. I told them using the youth in me that I locked up, the youth in me that I imprisoned by my own choices. They felt that young Cain in me. That's the difference in my linguistics when I had the power to talk to these youth. They could sense it. They could feel it. They're nodding their heads, and I can see their faces when I touch on moments and situations that they put themselves in, and they knew it was not a good situation. I can see the images in their face with their acknowledgement of what I'm saying, and I'm hitting them right in the head. I'm hitting them with realness. I'm not chastising them. I'm not calling them out. I'm not pinpointing them. I'm not saying do this and do that. I'm telling them that I did this. This is the truth. There's no bullshit. But I'm also telling them, you're still free to do whatever you want to do. You're still free to make that choice because it doesn't matter. Because honestly, you don't owe me an explanation. You don't owe anybody else in this world an explanation to which way you want to design and choose path in life. That's the power of choice and freedom. I'm just trying to make you aware of the journey that you possibly could travel before you travel. It's like having... Google or XM satellite navigation in your car and it's giving you traffic alerts. It's telling you there's a traffic incident on the highway ahead of time, giving you an opportunity to take a detour and go this way. Or I'm that traffic alert for our youth. 
That's what I am. And that's what I represent when I go into these schools and I talk to these kids. I'm your traffic alert. But I'm not going to give you 100 miles of alert. I'm going to give you three to two miles of alert. And you may have one exit ramp to get off that highway before you're stuck in that traffic. So what are you going to do? Do you want to have the headache and havoc of being at traffic and now slowing your life down? Slowing the, the, the destination that you're trying to get to is going to be slowed down because of the traffic, the accident. You change the timelines of where you're supposed to be because you didn't adhere to the traffic alert and had an opportunity to take a better path. So if I present these kids with a traffic alert, and the traffic alert is an inside to my whole life up till now, precious, real information, the good and the bad, it doesn't matter. You can't judge me. You can't say anything to me because I still, with all my luggage and all my havoc and with all my pain and setback and bad choices, wake up every day with a smile giving you it back to you. And that could be a choice in your world, but you better be strong if you want to take on this character if you want to be me, if you want to be that personal training life coach, and you want to have passion, you want to be successful with your passion, and people are going to look and study your passion to see if your passion is authentic. Passion can't be faked. Passion can't be faked. People will know if you're passionate or not passionate. Your words will speak the truth. Passion is backed by truth. Passion cannot be backed by lies. Passion can't be backed by fakeness. So it is what it is. So regardless of what anybody says or claims to this day what they think they know about me or what they don't know about me, passion speaks the truth. And today, out of coming out of three days of fog, because life got at me, the refuel on God's terms by doing God's work has put me back on my A game, made my vision even more clearer how I'm destined to do this for the rest of my life on higher magnitudes, amplifying the message, the passion, the truth. Because why? Because passion can't be a lie.